Welcome to the Space of the Waste, featuring host Melody Edmondson. Do you struggle with the right look to complement your body shape? Have you tried so many different looks and styles only to be disappointed time and again? You've landed on the right program. We'll show you how to make the right style work in your favor. Now, here is Melody Edmondson. Welcome. This is your host, Melody Edmondson. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Space of the Waste on the Variety Channel today. If you have not seen our episode or any of the pre-episodes that we've had, former episodes, please go to www.voiceamerica.com and you may listen to all the previous episodes. They're all on there. I think we have about 15 by now. Um, almost a year old. We're a little bit over a year old now. And if you'd like to see a visual of your body shape by your waist length, the space of the waist is balanced waist, short waist, or long waist, please go to the Pinterest boards of the space of the waist, and BW is balanced waist, SW is short waist, and LW is long waist. And then you can find by the body shape, circle, square, rectangle, inverted triangle, triangle, hourglass, all of the body shapes, rectangle, uh, you can find your body by waist, okay? And then you'll have a visual. Um, today, uh, I want to just briefly go over what those balanced long and short waists are. For average height, 5'4 through 5'9, the waist length is 6 to 7 inches. If the woman is under six inches, she would be short-waisted. If the woman is over seven inches, she would be long-waisted. If she's average height, average height, again, is 5'4 through 5'9 inches. If the woman is taller than 5'9, a balanced waist would be eight to nine inches. And if she's under eight inches, you would be short-waisted. And if you're over nine inches and you're five, nine and over, you would be long-waisted. Shorter women, if you're under five foot, 5.4 inches tall, you're balanced-waisted if you're 4.3 to 5 inches. You're short-waisted if you're under 4 inches. And if you're long-waisted, it would be you were over 5 inches. So that's kind of my, that is what I learned over 28 years. Today, we have an, the CEO of Savitude. Savitude is a company that was founded around... 2014 to 16 by Camilla Olson and Bethany Muliners and a, a few other people were extensively involved, which Karen Williams, the CEO, is with us today. And she can tell us all about everyone that was involved. But there is definitely a fashion revolution going on out there, ladies. And I'm telling you, I'm part of it, and Karen's part of it, and so is Camilla, and so are all the people involved with Savitude. So today, we welcome Karen Williams. Hi, Karen. So Hi. nice to have you here. I, I cannot tell you how excited I am to be here. And for the record, I'm a short-waisted rectangle. 
based on what you described. It's a rectangle. Okay. And how tall are you? I'm five, nine and three quarters. Five, nine. Oh, lucky you. Yes. And um, growing up, I was, I I used to joke that I was a rectangular solid when I was younger because I was a rectangular solid. And I grew out of that, but I, I had a history of, I wanted to wear clothes like the other little girls and I couldn't. And so my mother would make me these outfits that were lovely fabric, handmade, beautiful, but it wasn't the same. And so I decided to learn how to sew myself, um, but did have a problem with reading instructions. Um, So (laughs) my, my, my outfits were you know, I, I got better over time. Um, I bet they were great. <laughs> they were definitely homemade. Um, but <laughs> the exciting thing about it is that my interest in um, fashion and fashion for all people, inclusivity, has been based not only on my experiences. I mean, I'm five and, and three quarters, but I'm the shortest yeah. one in my family. Oh my, my mother was goodness. six feet tall and an era when women weren't really six feet tall. My brother's my daughter is taller than me. Everybody oh, man. Well, so. I'm the shortest of the children, but mother's shorter than me. Yeah. Mother and I were more the same. She was five, five and a half. I was always five, seven and a half. Now I'm five, six and a half. We won't talk about that. But, anyway. talk about that no. <laughs> but I think that, you know, one of the things that has inspired me throughout my journey is just trying to see what's possible. And um, I have a, I came to Savitude in a very unique way. I had followed, um, I followed the company online for a couple of years because I'm like, how are they going to make fashion more accessible to everyone? How? I mean, I was just really noodling over that in my head. I knew Camilla because our kids were in preschool together many, many years ago in a totally different state. Um, And so I was very interested in what she was doing and what she was learning. I had had an experience um, and I'm a, my background's in engineering and product design Okay. And um, I had an experience working with veterans. Um, uh, one gentleman used a wheelchair and he was mourning the fact that he could not find a suit that looked good on him for his wedding. Oh, I, w- I was devastated. Oh. I was like, OK, oh. what can we do? And um, at that time, computer, um, all right, this is going to age me. So your audience just they just got to get over it. Um, but um, you're younger than me, dear. <laughs> computer aided clothing, computer aided design was just coming out as a technology. And the director of the center said, go figure out what you can do with it. And so I'm like, well, maybe we can make clothing patterns for people with disabilities, people that use wheelchairs and we could do it once and then we could like replicate it easily and make sure that it looks lovely. And so I wrote a grant uh, and received money to do that. I love it. And so I, I love seeing what's happened in the industry just in terms of the breadth of the technology. And then um, I get this call out of the blue. The one time I was going to be on vacation for two weeks with no phones, I get the call from a recruiter that I'd worked with in the past. And she's Karen, you have to call me back. You have to call me back. Believe it or not, she'd put my name in as a wild card for the CEO position. And she needed me to agree to that because she'd already done it. And so um, she was telling me about the company. I'm like, wait a minute. I know this company. And that's how I ended up at Savitude. Was, oh, my God. I mean, that's the universe, right? I so, love. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Universe I totally believe it. And when I saw the technology in the interview process, I'm like, this is totally possible. And that's from my background working as a consultant 
with companies on their main, improving their operations for manufacturing and product development. I'm like, this totally can be done. Yeah, you, yeah. You're right. It can be. It's it just a matter be. of recreating the process, uh, yep. recreating they have to be re-educated yep. or newly educated in certain things about women's body shapes. Mm-hmm. And they have to wrap it around their head that you don't need that one hourglass, narrow, balanced hourglass body shape from 1951. And one of the, the biggest and, the biggest challenges is, you know, if you think about in, I'm going to use the broad term industrialization to get mass production, you had to pick something. Yeah. But it's, you know, it doesn't represent, only represents 20% of the body shapes, but that's how people are trained. And mm-hmm. now I think we're at an inflection point in history. And you and I have talked about this. This oh, is yeah. the right time in history where technology can do so much for us. Right. And it can leverage the skills and talents that people have, their creativity, give them actually more time to be creative and less time to have to iterate and redo a capsule um, because the technology can, can, um, understand not just one body shape, not just for Savitude, we have nine body shapes for women times um, dimensions like their, their weight, their height, their proportions there, you know, so you add that it's a factorial. I, we did the math the other day and it's 729 body shapes for women and 810 for men. Well, wow. a person can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but the computer oh. can. So the, the technology can. certainly can. The technology is there. Yeah, absolutely. No reason every single body in the world cannot dress beautifully. There's yep. no reason that they cannot. And they've been underserved. Your word right. yeah. overserved have been certain body shapes like yeah. hourglass balance wasted. A lot of that goes into landfill because there's that not that many zeros, twos, fours, and sixes, long-waisted hourglasses that the designers design for that are 511 or whatever. Um, but I'm telling you, it's about time. It's about time that I, I was just looking here at your uh, diamond and your uh, oval mm-hmm. and your uh, what's this? Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. The ones that are just under, under, under served. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I put diamond oval and circle all together, which I see how you have done it even further differentiated, which is much better. But you've got like 30.5, almost 36.3% are wrong sizes, Mm -hmm. you know, and then uh shape related you can talk about all yeah, of this let me do that. yeah let me let you yeah. you're yeah. the one that knows it all i'm looking at my <laughs> notes you don't have to <laughs> um, and i think that's a great prompt because one of the things that we've learned about returns through our research yes. is that returns are you know, there's a, a 36% based on size right and people bracket to try to try things on when they order online um, there but people are also impacted by well, that didn't really look good on me and it, it doesn't fit me well. It doesn't, I don't feel like it flatters me. And when we're in a dressing room, you know, you have your 10 things you can bring in, you try them on and you do the yes, no, ooh, you hang them up in different places and then you kind of curate it. Or you have a friend there that goes, nah, let me go that. get that in another size yeah. or let me and, go. Right. And so you don't have that when you're shopping online. So having the ability to, 
be guided towards something that can help mm-hmm. you get a better fit, knowing that it's not just size, it's shape and design details that people, oh, yes. you know, and the fact is that what looks good on a, we both know that, but what looks good on a body shape is different based on the, you know, the, I want the architecture, that's the bone structure, the, the body, because yeah, your waist length, yeah. for, you know, your proportions, as you would say, mm-hmm. like having, two um, people size eight, the same height are built very differently, completely differently. And the nice thing about looking at shape is that the, um, I've got to tell you the story about Camilla and the team Jung Ha, um, who had um, a uh, fashion design, a fashion company. Okay. Um, and Camilla has this amazing predictive modeling brain and a yes. really curious, like wants to understand why something is happening. What mm-hmm. is wrong with it? Why, what can we do? And digging deep to the challenges. Mm-hmm. And with her own um her own line, she found that she was following the guidelines in terms of making this beautiful clothing mm-hmm. that didn't fit some of her customers. And she couldn't, you know, why didn't it fit? Mm-hmm. And so that's what they started exploring is why it didn't fit. And it came down to shape. It came mm-hmm. down to the design details that flatter that shape and it came down to what silhouette looked best on that shape and float on that shape. And so that became the foundation for our knowledge base. Yes. If you will. So Camilla and Jung Ha, who's our fashion architect, with Nick, who's our chief technology officer. And he has the ability to take, you know, the art, if you will, and um, take it with the technology and the science and be able to pull it together and say, this is how we can do oh it. Oh, my gosh. That's just amazing. It's amazing. And I, I am, I, because I came in just in September last year, I get to brag about them because they did that work that I'm so excited about. Yeah, took and, about yeah. 12 years of work, Camilla said. It's amazing. And it, and what is unique about it is that no one has, as we have the patent, it was issued in November on this computer vision technology that matches those body shapes and design details. And um, so I, I'm just, you know, super proud of that. Um, you bet. Team. But now, also, will that be like a 3D scanner, but also you can keep the data and then produce clothes to match, keep, keep, is there an archive of the data uh, yeah. so that you can recreate clothes based on what you've sold? Well, here, let me tell you about yeah. you know, how we get our information. Because okay. that is all the information we get is based on visual imagery. So okay. our um, taxonomy, if you will, our hierarchy for how design details are matched, labeled, identified, and labeled enables us to, with computer vision technology, we can, we can capture images from the runway. We can capture images from Instagram. We can capture images from an individual that says, I, I'm looking for something like this. Um, and so how we are able to codify that, if you will, mm-hmm. and then um, help someone find something that will meet their body needs is, yes. um, is the work that we do. Okay. Um, what is um, the model learns. So like you said, how do we use that data? Well, it continues yeah. to learn. It continues to refine. We're able to put trend in. We're able to put what's changing, um, how, how, if you will, how, you know how um, fashion comes out and then people, let's say, wear it in different ways and it becomes a new fashion. It kind of evolves, you know, if you think about that. So we're able to capture the trend as it evolves. And, uh, excuse me, that enables us to, to be smarter as we go. Yes. Um, we're, we have um, started 
understanding women's dresses because that's the hardest thing. If you think it's hard, right? All the shapes and curves and the waist, everything it goes into that. Um, we've but it's the that. first place I think they ought to start. Yes, and that that's yeah, kind of gets the bodies going. You know yes. what I mean? That kind of the. You know, and then people talk about um, pants and jeans and that's hard. And I can't tell you, as I've talked to people and getting to know opportunities, um, you know, at at um, conventions and connects, um, mm-hmm. the stories that people tell men and women, men and women. I mean, then the numbers are almost equal in terms of the percentage of men and women that are that say it's like between 18 to 20 percent are saying I always have trouble finding clothes. Yes, and to me, I think that's so much kind of wrong. I don't, you know, because 20% of the population is a significant portion. And I think that one of the challenges is that we haven't also had the way to make that, make it visible who's coming to shop, what their body shape is. And if there's something within your collection that allows them to be, to, to be successful. And now we have that capability. So yes. part of our work is bringing the data to life, putting shining a light on um, the people that are coming to shop so that brands aren't making decisions based on three to six month old, 12 month old data of what sold because it might've right. sold because that's all there was. They don't know what extra demand is out there because if it, if, if what was needed was gone right away and then there was nothing they for sold someone to out. buy. Yeah. Then they what did they know, miss? Yeah. Yeah. What did they miss? And so we want to bring uh, visibility to that, that opportunity. We believe it's about $120 billion opportunity. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I think she's exactly right on that. Um, I just wanted to stop one second only because my listeners, I have many repeat listeners and they're so familiar with my body shapes. I just mm-hmm. want to, she has, Karen has, implemented her program based on her nine, which are rectangle, hourglass, bottom hourglass, spoon, triangle, diamond, oval, inverted triangle, and top hourglass. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming on the hourglass, it means a heavier bottom than the top. Mm -hmm. And on the top hourglass, larger breasts or shoulders, Mm -hmm. or are they referring to shoulders? I don't know. More um, the breast area. Okay. So she's got these nine body shapes. And what they... uh, What I'm reading here is that the variation comes in the shoulders, the torso, Mm -hmm. the height, and the weight. Mm -hmm. So that's how they came up with the 729 for the the female, okay? And I'm just going to, and and what I'm going to reiterate what she said earlier, 44% of returns they have already tracked are from body shape, for body shape, they say, 36% by size. So, you know, if you look at that, that's 80% right there, you know? 80% is is because of body shape uh, and size and, you know, what I mean. Design details. It could also be your your waist length or whatever. Mm -hmm. And 84% of consumers are interested in some kind of personalization. Mm -hmm. I also think that they're getting toward that personalization 
because they can't find anything that fits them or they know what they can wear, but they can't find it or they don't know what looks good. on. I have cannot tell you how many people I know, usually if they're long waisted, they know it. But if they're short waisted and tall and lean like you are or, you know, I often use the comparison of uh, people that are tall and lean and rectangle can still be short waisted. Yes. You know, I have five. 10, 5'11 friends, and they both happen to be short waisted. You know, one's kind of an hourglass inverted triangle combo. The other one's definitely a rectangle, but they're both short waisted because they have only one has like four and a half inches between her boob and her waist. Yeah. The other one has about six, but she's six foot one and a half. So that is just not enough. Now they can, they, now one of them, uh, can fudge a little bit because she's very narrow, mm-hmm. you know, whereas, uh, and she can fudge, you know, I don't like it as much when she does, but she can, there's just so many other beautiful things she can wear, but that's just me. But, and I know it's a personal, people will do what they want to do and they and she looks beautiful, but I'm just saying I, my eyes kind of train through the years. Mm-hmm. And this is the only thing I know, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know one thing. Um, so the other girl, because of her hourglass and her shoulders are broader than her hips a little bit, but not a whole lot, not three full inches. So that's why I had her buy both books, inverted triangle and hourglass, because mm-hmm. she's kind of in between, but she's definitely short waisted, but very small size four. So, but because she has hips and shoulders you know, you can't fudge as easily as you can when you're, because like you look at the people that don't have any hips and they don't have any much of a waist either, but they can put the belt on the hips, you know, and that looks great. But if there's a seam going across the center or a belt going horizontally, that is the kith of death Mm -hmm. for both long-waisted and Mm short-waisted. Even though manufacturers, if you talk to them, because I have talked to them till I'm blue in the face. Like Camilla says, have you been knocking down doors? Have you been talking? Yeah, yeah. Of course I have since 2014. I mean, I finally, when I was, I was giving up because I just got slammed. So many, oh, well, long wasted people can just take the belt off and put their own belt on top and get a wider one and cover it up. It's so uncomfortable mm-hmm. to have that crap rubbing against rubbing your up, body yeah. and then if you're short-waisted you can't wear any of that stuff you don't want them to make the dress the same way with a shorter waist absolutely not that's what cheap clothes do instead yeah. of making it 6.3 inches which is according to the golden ratio but it's if you had six inches to seven inches most every pattern maker i talked to said it ought to be seven inches mm-hmm. on an average height but i've made it six to seven because it seems the entire world is short-waisted yeah so but the real number is 6.3 but i'm saying if you you need a different way of dressing altogether when you're mm-hmm. short-waisted you don't want the same clothes that are long-waisted or balance can wear you they don't look good on you it and not all short-waisted people have small tort have short torsos most of them do but not all of them i have seen long torso short-legged short-waisted women one owns a store here 
And one of the things that I think that with technology yes. and being able to have a perspective so that me as an individual doesn't have to figure all that out. Like, what can I do? What can't I do? I mean, I would love to have, a, I actually, I'm going to get your books so I can walk around and, and, and help myself, you know, well, I have the exact silhouettes that would look beautiful on you. I know. You can I just scan wait. them, stick them in your wallet and off you Ready go. To go. <laughs> and um, with the, the technology and the capability that people can have of uh, being able to put their information in where they don't have to measure themselves. They just look at a picture and go, yeah, those are my hips. Yeah. The, relatively speaking, we can create um, um, a vision for them or uh, yeah. something that allows them to shop more with confidence. Yes. And I think we all really need, just like your books gave people more confidence yes. in making decisions oh, and, more and confidence how is really helpful. Confidence. They are so happy. I yeah. have taken, taken, so many ladies that have not been able to find clothing and they had a bad relationship. Well, bad might be a a rough word, but they had a not an unloving attitude toward their bodies, their own bodies. And I, my whole thing is love your body. Think about how much your body is taking care of you up until this point, whether you're 40, 50, 60, Mm -hmm. 25, and, you know, this is the God-given body you were given. And you can look beautiful. I'm going to show you how. Yeah. You just have, there are things that you have to look at and say, that's trendy, but that's never going to be a silhouette that'll ever be good on your body. It's not going to flatter you. It's not going to look beautiful. You just pass those by. Pass I don't, by. And I think ha- that with, walk the, on by. with the tools, and we'll, we'll talk about, I'm not even going to re- reveal where people can go to try this out until the end because I know that they will be on their computers right now and we, we have things to say. So um, yeah, I'd love to talk more about how well, we can make that possible. We're going you're to. Right. We're we going to talk about it right now. I got to go to break. Unfortunately, half of our time is over. I don't believe it. But we're going to come back and we're going to talk about these 3D scanners. We're going to talk about how the information gets inside that technology so that they know when you come back to Macy's or wherever, they have it stored and you can maybe see on, on a mirror. They even have these mirror things that will show you in the dress. My husband uh, told me that they've come up with technology like that. Mm-hmm. Amazon's buying it. And so is, uh, Chanel. So, yay. OK, we'll be right back. Just a moment. C. Melody Edmondson has created a book series, The Space of the Waste. The book series may be found on Amazon.com. You'll want to purchase book one first. Your fashion guide based on body shape and the space of the waste. This is a new method of measuring, including the first guidebook. There are a total of 19 volumes that focus on different body shapes and waist lengths and how to make the space of the waste work for you. Find the space of the waste guides on Amazon.com. listening to the space of the waste to reach the show today call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to the space of the waste at gmail.com now back to the show Welcome back to the Space of the Waste. Thank you so much for tuning back in. We have our guest today, Karen Williams, the CEO of Savitude. We're so happy to have her here today, and she's going to 
continue with a lot of her uh, information and Karen take it over. (laughs) Yeah. And one of the things that uh, Melody and I were just discussing was, well, how do we get the information into the system? Um, And we've learned, we actually have a visual quiz and it's a gender inclusive visual quiz. So wherever you are and whatever you're seeking, you can take that quiz based on the body image, your body image and answer questions. And what we found is people are really pretty good at getting it right on when you ask a question, a visual question about the breadth of your shoulders, relative breadth with pictures, and you just pick a picture or the, the, um, your relative height or your, where your hips sit, it's visual pictures. And that gets around any um, language differences. It gets around any understanding of, well, gosh, do I have to look at my whole shape? And what if I'm wrong? People are generally right with looking at visual components and we add it all up together. So it makes it really easy. It's about a minute. And um, if you take the quiz, don't worry about being right. You will be right. You will figure it out. Where do you go to take the quiz? I'm going to tell you, but I don't want people to go during the middle of the podcast because then they won't listen to us. Right. So at the very end of the show, okay? Because it's too much fun. Smart girl. uh, (laughs) Yeah. And so um, the other piece, so that's what's wonderful about that is it protects your identity because you're just answering questions. You can save it. Um, and right now we have it um, available where uh, with uh, as an affiliate with a company that I'll tell you about, um, and you could come back to it. Um, as this technology grows and, and spans multiple retailers, then our intent is that you'll be able to take your, your shape with you and be able to search with your shape. So that's exciting. Now, you know, in this day and age of technology and visual imagery, people say, well, why not 3D? Why not 3D scanning? Um, one of the things that we've learned through our research is that there are some, that, that about 30% of people are like, yeah, you can take my picture. Sure. And, you know, maybe younger cohorts, maybe people that are just like, I'm comfortable with it. Over time, I expect more and more people may be comfortable with it. But about 60 to 70% of the people are like, you're not taking my picture. I'm not, you know, standing in front of you in a leotard. I'm not, I don't want you to see my face. You know, people are concerned about privacy. I I suspect that over time, that's going to change. But right now, that's the situation. There might be laws later, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. And so there there are um, companies that are using scanning to get, data on populations and visual imaging, and things, which is great because you get a lot of information. You can get size information, you get 3D information. Um, our system doesn't require that. And we may pair up with someone where someone has a choice of, I want to take the visual quiz or I want to get scanned. We can get the information either way. But when we look at body shape and design detail, we are able to pair those up and allow you to search based on your body shape. And I want to look at a dress. Okay. We'll bring back things and have them effectively. Uh, I want to, I don't want to say scored because it's more about the degree of how it will complement you. And so you get a range of numbers that you can look at and you can say, well, I really like something with a V-neck. Well, you get to pick, pick a V-neck. And so then we'll go gather that for you quickly. So we have the ability to look for you quickly and have you choose. Um, and um, is there that, any kind of visual that you can see that is what that would look on somebody with that kind of a shape? 
but that's what we're working towards. So okay. uh, in case, um, um, I don't know that we cover this. We're a startup. Um, we're working with, I'm um, doing pilots with customers now. We've done pilots where we've proven two brands that um, with our earlier version of this technology, that they can actually sell more and get more conversions and fewer returns. And so now we're bringing the data component in so that brands can actually have a perspective on who they might not actually be seeing that's coming to their door and wants to buy from them. And who is that? Who is it by body shape? Um, we have the ability to analyze their assortments and give a perspective on, are you oversubscribing or overproducing for hourglass, bottom hourglass, and top hourglass? That's typically where we see it, um, but it does vary by brand. So we've done it for a mass merchandiser. We've done it for a uh, luxury uh, marketplace. We've done it across um, actually uh, uh, Fashion Week to see what's being overproduced from a design perspective, not just from the shows, just yeah. from the design. It's the design, not that everything's produced for a very slim model, but it's that it's the design is for an hourglass shape. And the other body shapes are underserved in terms of design. Yes. So that's where you get where you, you yeah. know, you're in that dress room, you try it on and go, where's my Ew. silhouette? Where's my <laughs> silhouette? You know, this, yeah. And I, I buy, I mean, because there are some women, I, I mean, and I'm all about let's quit doing this uh, poly crap that doesn't yeah. biodegrade. Now, some of the polyester type things, it shouldn't be called polyester, but there are some polymers that have been, designed or in the work that do biodegrade. Yes. But I have seen these women with large busts, nice shoulders, not huge, but huge, maybe double A I or double H boobs, but the tiniest little 23 inch waist. Mm -hmm. And then maybe they, they measure 50 or more in the hips, but it's because of their butt, not because of their hips. Yeah beautiful if you really look at them and they're 50 23 50 but from the front they look like you know an hourglass body shape mm -hmm. and they still look fabulous in very very fitted clothes yeah. not some moo moo or tint that they think yep. they might have to wear no i put them in a tight dress and say you have curves let's rock them yeah you know because and they go out and they start feeling whoa a little bit sassy there yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> and they get compliments mm -hmm. and they feel like when they stand up and they have to speak, you know, with their surplus wrap kind yes. of V-neck and they're fitted at the waist on dress that they, they, they rock, you know, and, I, and they know, have what, such confidence. And what I love power, is that, um, that women are demanding more. We're yeah, saying, no, we need to, and it's not just, it's not just body positivity. It's, Hey, we're here. Yeah. And we know that the average size in the U.S. is not for women is not an eight. It's, you know, what is it, 14 or 16? We've had conversations about that. And, and so our intent is to be able to bring intelligent data okay. to brands and retailers so they actually can see who's there. So they and, bring, and, you bring the data to them. You can yeah. actually take it to the buyers and take the buyers by and say, listen, honey, you've done a real good job of selecting but you're missing these six body yep. shapes and you've purchased 29% too much over in this body shape. And what's valuable about the information is there's, and the timing. So you, it couldn't be more perfect with the technology, the impact of COVID and the rise in e-commerce, and then the pressure on the industry to, 
hey, we got to reduce returns. We got to reduce waste because the, the environmental impacts, um, you know, the ESG initiatives are really becoming important. Absolutely. And in, in Europe, outside the U.S., there's actually penalties if you are if you are wasting, if you are putting things in landfill. So when you look at all the components coming together, in my experience in working as a consultant with businesses, when the pressure gets to a certain point, the you know when you know when the the margins get thinner. People are more interested in looking at those options and how might we, how might we address this? What's unique about where we are today is that we are able to not only provide a visibility, but, and no, and also be able to make recommendations with our technology on, hey, this is where you're, like you suggested, here's the body shapes you're underserving. Here's where you're over-serving. You could take that inventory and just switch it. And you can yes. sell through more. So we can yeah. give And you may assessment. need different styles, different silhouettes for the people you're underserving. What's, you know, it's not the same dress, obviously. Well, and here's the remarkable thing is that we can give you an analysis that says, well, you, you, know, you can cover about 74% of the shape population with this dress as it is designed today. Um, and you can take the same... Um, Kind of the, you know, when you're doing a capsule, there's variations on that within that capsule, right? Yes. Um, so we can give some ideas of, hey, these are the underserved bodies. Um, you can play with the different aspects, the design details to change that same idea and optimize it to serve more body shapes. And sometimes it's changing the hem length. Sometimes it's a neckline. Sometimes it's a sleeve. You know, so if you think about the ability to use your design tools to optimize mm-hmm. and you have analysis to say, you know, I use the, the image of, you know, a tuner on, you know, in a recording studio where the little levers go up and yes. down. Yes. Yeah. You're able to fine tune to say, yes. okay, this is my inventory. This is how much I can invest. I'm going to design my, oh, I can optimize this same design, same idea and not add more skews in terms of dress. No. You don't and need to. It's just the percentages. It's just the percentages by, you know, when I was doing it by waist length, it was, you know, figure out my percentage, you know, 75, I would use 60% or short waisted, mm-hmm. you know, and 15 or balanced and the rest are long or whatever. Everybody, every store would have to do their own. And it might end up being by store because I'm sure yeah. the New York stores are different than the ones in Texas or the ones in Missouri or Kansas. I and mean, the nice thing about um, e-commerce is, you know, where the stuff's going. Yes. And so you can be able to, with the data up front and then, well, what's returned, you can now marry like, well, wait a minute, let's have a hypothesis of why. And um, I think that some of the assumptions that people have been operating on in the past may not be the actual truth. So I think we have the opportunity to be able to get a little bit more toward cause and effect on shape and design details with the with the, the knowledge base we have in the analysis that allows you to have a framework, uh, frame of reference, if you will. Absolutely. Um, so I, I think it's cool because yes, you can reduce inventory. Yes, yes, like you said, you can be smart about it. And you also have to be smart about how you optimize the design so that you have um, broader coverage. When you say mm-hmm. like design details, 
Well, if you have a seam around the waist, well, that's going to exclude a whole bunch of people. That's right. And, um, and no sleeves and no sleeves. I can't tell you how many, even lean, beautiful women going to weddings or funerals Mm -hmm. or bar mitzvahs or whatever, they want a sleeve. Even if they have near Michelle Obama arms, they do not want to be seen without a sleeve in a church. This is just a more traditional way. And they'll say, Melody, find me something with a sleeve. It's in the summertime. It's just really hard. Yeah. You know, I find lots of dresses that finally I'll find a dress that's right, but then there's no thing. So I tell them, take it to the dressmaker and I tell them where to go. And if it's not in my city, I Google and I find them someone near where they are. And I go and ask these, one of these five people and go and ask them and make a sleeve for the dress. And like my daughter-in-law for her own daughter's wedding, she bought two dresses. And then with the second dress, she had sleeves made. Yep. And when, but and I look at that and I go, you know, that's ingenious. Why should we have to do that? Absolutely Why not have so to do hard? that. It's crazy. And they so came I up with a- petites. They came up with talls. They came up with plus sizes. What the heck? Men have short, regular, and long, and we mm-hmm. cannot get it together. In and I think that, you know, is, is how do we optimize and how can we be smarter? And that's why I'm, that's why I'm excited. Um, and I think that being able to um, have um, personalization means so many different things to people. You know, we talked a little bit about, well, I'm going to have it made for me. Well, that's not mm-hmm. available to everybody. I'm going to have it. I'm going to have the, the print that I want. Okay. That that's nice to have. They don't know when it, they don't know if they're going to like it. Right. Cause I've had people do that and then they hate what they yep. have. I did it. I did it myself. And I'm like, Oh, I have bad taste, I guess. <laughs> so um, it just doesn't so, always work out that no. way. Unless you can already see it on you in these high tech mirrors yes. and see that fabric on your body forget it. You spend all that time waiting for the dress or the suit, and then it looks like crap Mm -hmm. and And you don't look good in it. The key thing that you talked about is seeing it on your body. That's right. And I think the technology will be there. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's quite there yet. Um, I know for our, from our standpoint, we're looking at being able to give people confidence by having shape similar avatars. And that's in our next development work Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. you can look at it and go, you know, that kind of looks like me. <laughs> yeah. And you may, and there are some people that go, I don't want to see um, the clothing on my body because there's some, a little bit about, I want to know that it's with confidence that it'll fit me, but I want to, I want to be, you know, there's the fantasy of how I look in it too, or the, what I'm image I'm projecting. So there's for the, for, we did some research that there are people that have the most difficulty finding clothes. They want the most information, the most help. I will take a visual quiz. I'll give me a shape, similar avatar. No, you're not taking my picture. Um, but if you look at people that never have issues, they, they still don't want their picture taken in the 70, 30. Um, mm-hmm. But they are very comfortable in our research of, I can see the clothing doesn't even have to be on a mannequin or someone whose body shape is similar to me. Cause mm-hmm. I, 
I don't have challenges. I'm looking at that's all the right. The people without challenges don't want anything to do with it. They don't understand it. They I don't known, have the experience. Right. There's people that have been in the industry longer than I was. Like I was 28 years. Mm-hmm. I know people that were in it 50 years, 40 years. They don't know a thing about body shape and waist placement and all these measurements or whatnot. They don't know and they don't really care because they never have a problem. And I go, well, yeah. that's that's not really, that's pretty short sight. That's not very empathetic. That's not very compassionate because, you know, you you pop out of the womb by no reason of your own and you are in a certain ideal proportion, yeah. you know, whereas somebody else isn't. It's nobody's fault. It's just good genes, whatever you want to say, good to, to, good to some people because some yeah. people prefer a much larger body. I got to tell you, there are some ethnic and cultural groups that do not like they're the tall, thin, model S type. That's not desirable to them, thank goodness. Yeah, and I think that you're, it's a great point. Beauty desirable, is, yeah. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. That's how, right. How do we adjust as an industry to make, to complement and make that possible? And I, I would say that with the systems that are in place and the pressure that's on the industry to, you know, get things done faster and make them available more broadly, um, no one has time. <laughs> and the yeah. technology is such that... Um, I think we'll, we'll be able to provide some tools and some capability and speed that will give um, designers and merchandisers more tools and more options. And that's exciting um, for me. And to protect the creativity, the fun, the creative part. And um, our, our technology um, is also, and I would say we learn, but we're not generic. So we actually will use the images and the history of the brand yes. to create the brand DNA. So any recommendations and analysis is done in the context of that brand. Yes. And, um, and, it, and the intent is to really help facilitate the process to enable the brand to have that, that room, that mm-hmm. capability, the knowledge to, mm-hmm. to make clothing equally accessible to people with all body types. Absolutely. I, I know, and I wish I'd quit saying absolutely, but <laughs> it's the idea that, yeah, we do want an ideal option situation. Mm-hmm. In other words, I, I would love for every single person that I have helped to have their place. I can tell them to go to get what they what their needs are and to assure them that mm-hmm. when I'm not there, they can do it by themselves, you know? And I think that would be an ideal situation to yeah. go to, go to Amazon, go to Macy's, go to Target, go to Walmart, go to Tommy Hilfiger, yeah. go to Donna Karen, go to uh, a high end Michael Kors or uh, anybody else, Tory Burch and be mm-hmm. able to go to their site and have it organized by, say, if it's your platform where you have the nine body shapes with their parameters, whatever they are, or by short-waisted, long-waisted, mm-hmm. balanced-waisted, whatever they they deem viable to make it simpler for the shopper, to me, to have merchandise merchandise merchandised for the bodies yes. on these sites. And I have tried and tried to get in touch with Amazon, PVH and Macy's and some of these people to get to the right person to who would I talk to, to just have this conversation with. 
which I'm sure you'll be able to do. But the thing is, my fingers, it would just be ideal for a rectangle shortwaist to have her page or pages, her entire chapter. I mean, you have a whole bunch of pages for just that or triangle shortwaisted or whatever body shape, inverted triangle or square or oval or diamond, short-waisted, long-waisted, balanced-waisted, or with certain parameters Mm -hmm. if you don't want to use the waist placement. To me, that was just, after 28 years, that's what I found to be the most important determination for people was, can I wear that seam across with a belt? Because that eliminates trench coats, all kinds of coats, all kinds of dresses, all kinds of jackets, because you can't wear a jacket with patch pockets or any kind of pockets if you're short-waisted. You just got to get rid of it. And if you're long-waisted, they're not going to be in the right place. That's so much eliminated just by waist placement. Yeah. One little thing. And that's what's, um, um, as I hear that and I hear their stories, I'm like, that's why that didn't look good on me. And so, you know, one of the, I want to tell you uh, two really quick stories. One is when I was talking to one of my um, um, colleagues from business school, and I was sh- showing her what what um, our technology could do. She sent a note back, and she goes, "You know, Karen, I needed a dress for, for a wedding, and I went on um, your went on your site with your affiliate link. I found one in ten minutes. Thanks a lot. I bought it, and I'm ready to go to the wedding. And I'm like, Are you kidding me? And I was so excited about that. And um, that's I shared wonderful. it with my sister-in-law, who is definitely a, um, a fashionist. She's definitely on top of fashion. And I was getting ready to come to New York to accept an award for Savitude from the Fashion Group International that we got last week. Very Yay, excited. Congratulations. Yes, we were very, very proud and excited. And um, I needed to get a dress. I, I had to. I mean, everything was COVID, black with yes. the shoulders. And um, my sister-in-law knows me. And so we talked about it. I said, would you go shopping with me? And so she went actually, and she picked out a dress and bought it because she knew I would procrastinate because it's so hard. And when I was at her house and we were going to find other things to look at online, she says, well, can't you just put your technology on top of it? Isn't it in your pocket? And I said, no, I can't. And she goes, well, that doesn't help. (laughs) Um, And so what you talked about is portability and being able to take it with you and to have it. That's the vision is so that when Mm -hmm. you know your body shape or should it change, you know, as you get, you, you age, you lose weight, your pregnancy, whatever, and get muscular mm-hmm. workout, you mm-hmm. know, all that becomes new information to be able to save and be able to go and look. Mm-hmm. And we do the looking for you and give you a running start. And then we are able to soon, we'll be able to where you can outfit <laughs> and upload. Yep, exactly. Well, I'm going to have to have you on another time, Karen, uh, because the other thing that I want to address, and we just don't have time to today because we only have three minutes left, Okay, but that is the design schools. I mean, the big ones, FIT, Parsons, Fordham, uh, all of the design departments and colleges and universities, designing clothing and making patterns and grading the patterns. All of this needs to be readdressed, re-educated and redone into a new way. Mm -hmm. We need to get rid of the attitude because there is an attitude. And if you've worked with a lot of designers, and I will say the younger designers are much 
much easier for me to converse with. And they're much more open-minded than that older designers that mm-hmm. are older, meaning they've been around a while and they think they know everything and they already are the way they are. And they don't want to talk to me yeah. and they don't want to know about it. And I've been rudely treated by people because they'll say, well, I don't want those people wearing my clothes. I don't want her to wear my clothes. Well, that is not an attitude to have. That is not inclusive. That is not compassionate. That is not what our world in fashion should be about. Mm-hmm. I won't even say our country because it's a world it is. of fashion. And my show is for 160 countries and counting. And I mean, it's a world. It's a global thing. We're not at all uh, leaving anyone out. Well, so thank you for even proposing that I come back. I would love to come back. And before I go, I want to invite people to check out create.savitude.com, create.savitude.com. And that is our link. We're a Macy's affiliate. You can try out our visual quiz. You can save your profile as we release more capability, um, then you'll be notified. And you could go shopping if you choose to, but try it out. And then maybe next time, maybe we'll get some feedback from from, uh, your listeners about what they liked and didn't like. Yeah, please go and do that, listeners. And then email me at the space of the waste, W-A-I-S-T, at gmail.com or melody12251 at gmail.com. Uh, or you can even call me, 520-822-7723. This is important stuff. I have waited and waited for Savitude to be on my show, and I am so happy. I cannot tell you how happy I am that I've been able to have Karen Williams on here today, the CEO of Savitude. So please go to that. It's create.savitude.com. Okay, you got that? S-A-V, V as in victory, I-T-U-D-E. And this is a victory. It's a victory that they've gotten this far. They have come so long from all the years that Camilla put into this to get this up to speed. And now that we have Karen out there getting it all implemented uh, along with the founders and Before you know it, we'll be on the show saying, now that the law has passed that you must be zero waste, Mm -hmm. (laughs) W-A-S-T-E, and you must uh, take a look at your your body and buy accordingly. And when all of the pages on the internet that you go to shop for any company, they'll be merchandised by body shape. That would be my dream. Have body shape pages. And if they even if it were just the 790 or 700 or whatever, I don't care because that woman can go to her page. Yep. You know, it's 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 a larger take on what I did with my six body shapes and the three waist links. Nine, 18 books. I did one book telling you how to measure yourself, book one, your fashion guide based on body shape and the space of the waist. And then you buy, when you find out who you are, rectangle short waist, you have a book just for you. And you have pages in there you can rip out to go shopping where you just don't look at these things. 
And there's, you just look at these things and you just have to get over it. You know, you just have to get over it. You know, uh, you go to the dog pound and you wanted to buy a dog. They didn't have any. So you bought a cat. Okay. Or you bought a pig, get over it. You got somebody and you love her. <laughs> and it's, you have your body, you have your shape and we're all blessed to be alive and healthy in that body we were given. So all over the globe, I want to say, please go to create.savvy2.com. Going to hold you, hold you to it. Uh, <clears throat> go and take that test. Let's help us move this industry forward. Yes. This is a fashion revolution. We want inclusivity. And the only way we're going to get it is if we contribute. This is a small thing to do is to go and answer some questions, you know, come on, let's get, let's get it going so we can get our clothes. Thank you so much. This is Melody Edmondson signing off from the space of the ways, thanking Karen Williams for being on today. Savvy too. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next Tuesday, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the space of the waste. Please join host Melody Edmondson again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next time.